welcome to Channel F, Ben Bites Video Game Podcast. I'm Merrick Can. It ain't no joke. I'd like to buy the world a toke. And maybe if I have a minute, I could teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. Uh, and, you know, maybe snuff the fires and the liars. Hey, it's just a podcast, but it's spice for the recipe. This is Channel F. And uh, joining me for this one, as always, is uh, a star-studded crew walking on the sun. Um, so don't delay. Act now. Uh, why don't you just tell us what you're all about? Stephen Strom, managing editor of fanbyte.com. Hi, I'm here, and I understood everything that you just referenced. Yeah, so the offer has been shunned. Um, but, uh, it, you know, if you're still alive, uh, Danielle Riendo, yeah. uh, editor-in-chief, why don't you tell us um, what's up? Yeah, I mean, my feet really hurt from walking on the sun. I'm not going to okay. lie. Like yeah. it's, it's a little painful, but it does make you run faster. So like I'm, I'm appreciative of the good vibes that uh, the sun has granted me in my infinite uh, need to go faster, just like Sonic the Hedgehog. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but don't sit back, kick back and watch the world get bushwhacked because it's Nikki Grayson, <laughs> social editor plus brand manager plus, <laughs> sorry, uh, I'm just hearing brand manager plus in my ear. Uh, and and have you understood anything that I've been saying for like the last five minutes? So the only reason I have any modicum of an idea of what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> is because there's in one of Weird Al's polka compilations, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he does uh, whatever that song is in one of those songs and then immediately spins it to baby by justin bieber oh mm-hmm. beautiful Mer- and i was like you- baby 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 mm-hmm. i thought you'd always be mine Merrick, mm-hmm. can you wait wait steven you've never watched shrek before shrek i've seen now shrek. that is <laughs> a half truth um <laughs> you see how i got there though right I, yeah um yeah sorry steven what were you uh did you want me to explain I just, I feel like you often do these little, like really cool, really um, fluid intros. Thank you using for saying song that. lyrics. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. It's very true. And that, that that's not <laughs> sarcastic. I meant it as being literally true. Um, but how the hell do you, re- do you have like lyrics in front of you or do you just remember these cold? Oh yeah, no. Uh, the part of my brain that would be able to manage um like day-to-day life is mostly taken up with lyrics from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I have a lot of problems, but mm-hmm. remembering uh, the lyrics to Walking on the Sun, the hit by Smash Mouth is, is not one of them. Mm-hmm. Now, is that song about the crack epidemic? It, yeah. Probably. Or is it about global warming? Or is it about both of those things? What about both? I mean, one causes the other, doesn't now, it? Now, there is yeah. a part in that song where they say... Um, put away the crack before the crack puts you away. You need to be there when your baby's old enough to relate. And then before that... Yeah, do you think that means it's about global warming then? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. And then before that, they say it ain't no joke when a mama's handkerchief is soaked with tears because her baby's life has been revoked. Which, so... Uh, now that the one... baby's <sighs> doing coke. Because the baby's doing coke. Right. Listen, you got to catch your baby, okay? That's why you have to catch the babies, because it's so fast see, on all the coke. I see, I see, I see, yeah. Now this, um, I don't know, this song, just, when I, I've been listening to it recently, because I've been on kind of a 90s uh, music kick, 
And it just does seem in a way kind of similar to The Offspring's Come Out and Play in that it is a song by a, I don't actually know the composition of Smash Mouth, but I will say primarily, if not exclusively, a white rock band that seems (laughs) to be about the evils of gang violence or youth violence or something that comes off in a very strange way when you step back and look at it. Like Come Out and Play, also kind of a very weird song. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'd love Nikki to be able to participate in this conversation. So I'm going to move on. Um, can I? Can I ask? No, a I'm question? having a great time. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, it was like a way of bringing Nikki in. I have a question that's a way of yeah. bringing Nikki. Yeah. In. I want Nikki to answer for this podcast. What are we on the bring Coke to the party? You know, paradigm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I see. Yeah. What are the three options? Um, it well, yeah. brings Coca-Cola, brings cocaine, and brings Pepsi-Cola. And it's a big yes. triangle. It's like the uh, the Mc- McDonald's, McDonald's. Yeah, it's exactly. It's the same. It's the same kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And I want I think... to know what Nikki thinks because Nikki, I mm. genuinely think Nikki is a genius. And I'm not being sarcastic. I really actually do. And I want to hear Nikki's opinion. That's very kind of you. Yeah. I think we've got to put, put Pepsi at the bottom, right? On this mm-hmm. triangle. Pepsi's at the bottom of the triangle, and then cocaine is on the left and Coca-Cola's on the right. Okay. We are as far up away from the bottom as you could possibly be. Okay. I think. <laughs> but I think that we are maybe if you were to split the if you were to split the triangle in half, yeah. we are maybe six seventy percent. On the brings Coca-Cola to the party. Sure, yeah. 30% yeah. on the cocaine. I still don't, a lot of people are talking about this stuff. Cocaine, cocaine crack, yeah. Yeah. meth, I'm hearing this weed. great song, Cocaine. Da-na-na-na. You know, Cocaine. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I still just don't know where to get it. So yeah, like, is there a store you go to or like like Target? I, no one, no one's told me yet, <laughs> so I don't Target. know where to get it from. Which is why if someone's like, "Bring me Coke," like I can, it's easier for me to go to Target because I do know that they have Coca Cola there. Yeah, right. how do but you get that? It's good like stuff? the only. It's it's otherwise it's really hard for me. Like to How find do you get that good stuff? To, do I have to go find Tony Montana? He's got a mountain. He's got a. He whole does have. Exactly. He is famously yeah, snorting mountains of cocaine. It. Well, he um, did it all, though. Yeah, he, that's oh, true. He did. Oh, yeah. They he don't did. make it anymore. He, he got high on his own supply, and that was a classic mistake. Yeah. Um, that's a classic really good Tony. Do in classic Scarface Tony. Two? When's he doing Scarface 2? That's a great question. What do you think Scarface 2 is about? Is it like he comes back from the dead, or is it like his his secret he sign? He dies? Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, no. It's from all the cocaine he did, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. You can't sorry. do all the cocaine <laughs> on Earth and not die, Nikki. <laughs> Um, I'll be honest with you. All I remember about Scarface is the part uh, is is the parts that are described in the song Jack Sparrow by Lonely Jack Island. Sparrow. Yeah, uh-huh. um, I literally do not remember anything else about that movie. I saw it when I was in high school. Uh, oh, I do wow. remember there's a part where Tony Montana yells "Chi Chi, get the yayo," um, yep. which is a Bad, slang yeah. for uh, cocaine drugs. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to a man named Chi Chi, who I believe has a chainsaw. Oh. <laughs> but, Chi-Chi um, has a chainsaw, right? Yes. Chi-Chi, get the yayo. Um, yeah, no one really knows where to get that good white stuff. So if you know, please write in and tell us. No, don't. Don't no, write in. That's yeah, don't write in. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't no, tell no, us. No. Um, uh, no one's quite sure where it comes from. Just sort of bubbles up from the earth like video games. Where do these things come from? 
I don't know, do people make them? Maybe. Is there some kind of global Maybe. supply chain that implicates us all in webs of violence and production? Right. Possibly. Right. Um, we don't talk about that, though. We don't, yeah. we don't like to talk about that. Um, what we do like to talk about is the games that we've been playing. And we do that in a segment called Staff Picks. Here we are in Staff Picks, a segment that we're in, and I'm pretty sure there is transitional music for it. Uh, I've never actually listened back to that part. So it could just be me pausing and um, really awkwardly just sort of moving on. It's going to be now. Um, well, yeah, I was, now, yeah. now I've sort of doomed myself to it just being a pause because I brought that on myself and um, I have only myself to blame. Everybody, it's so hot. We're all stuck inside. We're all playing video games. We're all just overheating our computers, our rigs with those nasty games that run so fast. Um, And uh, speaking of running running fast, running crisis on our our nasty rigs. And um, speaking of running fast, Nikki, you've been playing Mario's Golf Turbo Tour, and that's probably not the name Mm -hmm. of the game. I think it's called Mario's Golf Go Fast Runner Edition. You do run a lot in this one, right? Yeah, so kind of what the fine folks over at Camelot said was, you know the boring part about golf, which is where you operate heavy machinery? What if we took that part out? Um, And we replaced it with, you know, Mario. He's got a couple of moves. He's got um, step. He's got... Uh, but but stomp, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he also crucially has got run and jump, mm-hmm. and they kind of gave the player the ability to run and jump in the Mario game, oh. Mario's Golf. I really, I actually don't know what the fuck the game is called. <laughs> Mario's Golf Super Tour, Super Rush, Super Rush, yeah, Rush, Mario Golf, yeah, Mario so Golf wait, Super Rush. Are you like, is this a a golf race where you have to run? It's- Yes. Yo. So though it's it's confusing. So I have only put a couple of hours in. The tutorial is very long, um, and uh, it's really like I know how to play a golf game. You know, yeah. Like you press the, the button the framing, three times. Yeah, yeah. The, you press the button three times, and you can kind of tell it where the where the ball to go by using the left stick. But this game kind of assumes this game has the opposite problem that Mario Tennis had, where Mario Tennis's tutorial was like. Well, it's tennis. And then you like did your first one and Rosalina does a fucking backflip and then like blasts your whole body Mm -hmm. to shreds with the (laughs) with her super shot. And you're like, what did she do? How did she do that? They were like, well, it's tennis. Just play tennis. And then it turns out that it's actually Marvel versus Capcom, too. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. In this one, they're like, this is clearly the first time you've ever heard of golf. So what we're going to do is explain every single mechanic to you. And Toad sometimes will be like, after you do the tutorial where it's like, here's how to get putt, right? And it's like, they teach you how to approach and then they teach you how to putt. But then you'll, you've already done like three tutorial missions. And then Toad is like, hey, do you want me to explain how to use the ball? And it's like, <laughs> what? What do you mean, Toad? Like, I've hit the, I've hit the ball a bunch of times already, Toad. I don't want you to explain to me how to hit the ball. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and then he leaves. Um, oh, there's an option then you, to skip. 
Yeah, you can skip the tutorials, but you have to complete them. So the ones that Toad wants you to do are skippable, but the ones that like the other characters need you to do, you have to complete or else they won't let you move on to the next stage of the game. What is the difference between the two? Is like Toad giving you completely separate tutorials? Toad, Toad gives you a PowerPoint where you're not playing the game. Toad is just like giving you like... What you're going to want to do is press A and then A and then wait for it A a third time because it's a golf game. Um, and yeah, the like the tutorialization, I think, is like kind of all over the place. It's it's not particularly complex, even though it is a Mario sports game. And usually those have like a an extra layer of complexity. The mechanics are not, I don't think, where that complexity lies. I think that complexity actually exists in the locomotion bits. Mm. So basically when you get into a course, it they're kind of like um they're like Dota maps. Okay. So like so they're right. so they're like they're, they're like okay, go on. Yeah, they're re- right. they're All really right. they're in golf big. games since 1994, <laughs> but now you've got me. Steven's in. They're they're basically really big Dota maps and each hole is a lane. So, like, they're not all horizontal. They kind of cross over each other. Okay. But each hole is a lane that you can see in the mini-map. Um, the reason there's a mini-map and the reason that you can see these lanes is because in the normal golf mode, which I think is called speed golf, you are... Well, no, sorry. Speed golf is a different thing. Speed golf, you're under a time crunch as well as being there being, like, a shot limit. In regular, like, Mario Golf... You hit the ball and you don't wait for the like every other person to go. Uh-huh. You hit the ball and then you put your golf club in your bag. You put your bag on your back and then you run to where the ball landed. <laughs> and so does everybody else. Wait a else. second. Wait a second. So wait, it's like real time golf. Yes. So like they're like you know how golf is turn based traditionally. Yes. What if it wasn't? Yes. What if everyone what if it was wasn't? going nuts at the same time? Yeah, what if golf that's was the question that Nintendo unsafe. dared to ask. <laughs> so, yeah, you're basically running up, like, up and down these these courses trying to get to your ball um, in order to hit it. You, there are coins on the map, which you pick up, and then you have coins, I assume, to get cosmetics. You play as your me, mm-hmm. by the way. In the story mode, you play as your me, yeah. which mm-hmm. I hadn't looked at my mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. me in uh, when did the switch come out 2017 yeah four, uh, four years ago. so four years ago was when i last looked at my switch me i don't look like that and i never no? did so yeah. i don't really know what i was I mean, doing no one ever actually <laughs> um, did look like their me though that's true but i mean dick Elizabeth cheney Warren. really easy yeah. Yeah. Making the me, yeah. yeah that's true um do some orcs, so, I guess, you know yeah like yeah as long as you don't look like a person it's pretty easy um <laughs> But yeah, I think it's like, if you like golf games, you'll like this one. If you don't like golf games, you're not going to like this one. Okay, that's actually a really interesting idea, though, because like, that is sort of something that, like, you you could not responsibly achieve this in real life, right? Sure. Like, you could Mm. not responsibly have people running around a golf course while people are actively swinging and... You know, it would be... You can tackle people. 
Wait, can okay, you really now I'm interested. Yeah, you have you now have I'm a you have a sprint. Okay. You have a you have, a, you have an endurance You're meter. You're maybe unintentionally selling me on this game because it does <laughs> seem like they were just like because that's the thing with Mario Sports is there all there's always a tension between like how good is the actual sport and then how mm-hmm. interesting is like the weird shit they added to it. Right. Um. And I think my so far, I don't think the weird shit they've added to it is more than the fact that it's a golf game still mm, okay a golf so game like of, the uh, oh go ahead of golf game but you have a creep score and like exactly you destroy their you have to you have to, you have to get the mangoes and is that right a dota a bunch. yeah this that's is all what dota. a dota is okay. that's a dota did, you yeah, you play, the tree. Uh, did anyone ever play golf story that game that was like no, I think inspired I have, by the camelot gbc yeah, Mario sports games. I've had that game on my Switch since that game came out. <laughs> it always looked yet, interesting. Yet but like, yeah, yeah, people swear by it. So I'm just They're wondering a how sequel, much of that right? is sort of in the meat of this game because I mm. am interested in like the RPG element stuff because that was a really cool thing about the older Game Boy Color yeah. Mario sports games that never really transferred over to the uh, the console ones. Yeah, mm. this one this one has. All that stuff. You like talk to uh, Mario and you the get, Toad and stuff. You talk to That's Mario. Awesome. Yeah, you like you talk to people. Um, Birdo is there. Birdo runs the golf school. You're in class with Toadette, Charge and Chuck, and Boo. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, and then you're fucking that. me. Um, and then yeah, you're like running around. It is like it is very funny. Okay. To see like. If there's sheep on the on the course for some reason sometimes, and if you hit the sheep, you bounce off of them. Um, and then it's just like a bunch of Koopa Troopas and what? Goombas hanging around, hanging around on the sidelines, just like watching you do golf. Do they explain um, why it's sheep? No. Do they explain? There's just sheep. There. Why you're the only human adjacent? Me? Character? No. No. Okay. No, they don't. Um, at one point, you talk to a Goomba, and the Goomba says, <laughs> according to history. <laughs> <laughs> the line is something like, according to history, Goombas were the first golf balls. I feel great respect for the sport of golf. <laughs> it's pretty good. This is <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, I don't know what it means, but the guy, the guy said it. So, so there's so Nikki, like a, oh, sorry, okay. go ahead, Danielle. I was just going to say, Nikki, I have a question for you slash a pitch. Mm-hmm, what if instead mm-hmm. of the sheep, this is what gave me the idea. It's touch fuzzy, get dizzy from Yoshi's Island. But golf, but golf. I think they're just not leaning in enough. That's the problem. Yeah, there is like, I think I need to like play it with people in multiplayer net, like needs to be my next step. Yeah. Because like playing against the computer is kind of boring because then it's like, well, they're not really trying to like actively fuck me up. Mm -hmm. Right. Like they're not being shitty about it. Like people are when you play Mario Party or Mario Kart. Like the the AI is not trying to like ruin your night, right? Um, but I kind of want to play it with people who are trying to ruin my night in a fun and interesting way. Sure. So I think I might need to like play it with some other people. But the the foundations are there. It looks really good. Mm. Um, the there was the first thing I like said to myself when I looked at it because there's a shot. It's like set in fake Mario England. Okay. Um, it's like it's still in the Mario Kingdom, but it's like everything is so 
British. It's just like very weird. And it immediately was like, ah, this game looks a bajillion times better than Sword and Shield did. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how these are running on the same on the same hardware. Well, you didn't have to fit um, so many little guys in this one. There's true. But the balls are so small and there's a lot of them. Oh, though, that's if you true. Think yeah. about it. Mm. That's just one like thing, you know, they can just yeah. copy and paste that. So it's easier. Yeah. Hey, the one, the last thing I will say before we should absolutely move on is I don't know how it doesn't seem like there are that many courses. I think there are only like three or four complete courses and there are different hole variations, but the maps are the same. Oh, so like when you're running from hole to hole, you will run past the starting points for other holes huh. and you'll see them. But like, I think each each one only has the 18. It's like a And then there are, I think, three maps. Yeah. It's like a Dragon Age 2 dungeon or something like that. They're like yeah. proc gen almost. Yeah. Okay, it is it is I I like need to play the game more to like figure out like how deep it is. But the it does seem like you're you know how we golf felt good because like you never remembered what the golf courses were like anyway? Mm-hmm. Because you weren't playing Wii Golf religiously right. and like there was no story mode to Wii Golf. This seems like if they're going to ask me to put 40 hours into or not 40 hours, probably, but like 25 <laughs> hours into this golf RPG, I feel like I'm going to need more than three zones. Sure. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, that's Mario's Golf. The that's idea of Mario's that game golf. being <laughs> so long as even 25 hours like i don't i I've, on the one hand i can't believe that but also like nintendo has this weird recent track record of making their games like wear out their welcome too much when they're mm. d- doing side games like origami king great cool interesting game yeah. that absolutely wears out its welcome because there's just not because that combat is not good enough to last for 60 hours yeah it's a 10 hour game according to GameRant.com. Ah. Huh. Hey, um, Danielle brought up Yoshi's Island earlier. And yeah. do y'all remember how when they were trying to put out a commercial for Yoshi's Island? I mean, Nikki wasn't alive yet. So um, yeah. they're, they're like, how should we advertise this game? It's like a triumph of 2D platforming. And it's this beautiful, yeah. gorgeous game. I know. Let's use that scene from The Meaning of Life by, the, by Monty yes. Python where yes. a man eats too much and then explodes. That's explodes how we'll, that's how we'll advertise vomit. it. That's how we'll do the commercial. And then he explodes and you see the chunks of him go everywhere. And it's a co- fun commercial for a Nintendo game starring Yoshi. With like a pastel art style. Pastel, <laughs> like, and that's how they were like. Baby Mario. They're yeah. like, that's the ad that we want. That's the image we want to present. Well, Yoshi's Story was the first M-rated um, that Nintendo is true. game. So they wanted that to get that true. across. Yeah. Yeah, that is Hey, true. listen, the facts of life. Touch, fuzzy, get dizzy. That was very real. We all I, I just saw important. Zardos, and that was Zardos, you know? So, that's what it is. Yeah. In many ways, Yoshi's Island is the Zardos of video games. That's so true, yeah. Danielle. Wow. Um, now, Thank how about you. Cozy Grove? Is that... How, how, yeah. How would you compare that to Zardos? Is it very similar? <gasps> you know, it has some similarities. There's a lot of life and death, and it's uh, it's not entirely clear sometimes when somebody's alive or dead in Cozy Grove, so that Wait, definitely really? happens. Yeah, it's about ghost bears who are yeah. Oh, yeah, like there's ghosts. I forgot about uh, that. Yeah, it's all ghosts. Everybody's a ghost oh, except weird. for you. Yeah, in this game. So I'll just talk really briefly about the summer update because there's actually new stuff in this game. And it's so wild to me. This and Animal Crossing are like basically my first two service games 
kind of ever, to be honest. So it's new for me mm-hmm. to get very excited about updates. But yeah, this is my daily game now. This is what I'm oh, playing wow. every morning. Like I do my little routine. I wake up, I feed my animals and I feed myself and I have my nice little breakfast and my coffee and I play Cozy Grove and I like look at emails and talk to people and do things like that. It's just like my routine. I really enjoy it. I think the game is very cute and it's doing a lot of things really well. And I think I mentioned it before, but it's actually much more of like a very gentle don't starve than it is like fully an animal crossing. Mm. Um, You do a lot of the same thing, like you're fishing and now in the summer update, you're catching bugs, you're catching critters, Uh, but it's much more focused on the crafting and like almost like not exactly farming, but kind of because you have animals that you're sort of harvesting and you're making them happy with decorations. So you're crafting all the time. So it's much more, it really is much more like gentle don't starve uh, in a lot of ways with a bunch of story content. So they added a bunch of stuff. They added these critters, which is basically like when in Animal Crossing you catch bugs. Um, But in this game, everything is much more, the economy is much more important. So you, you sort of have to craft a lot of things. And you also, there's like three different economies going on, different currencies. And you kind of always need to be making this, this stuff called quartz and like gemstones. And that's how you buy cooler decorations and so on and so forth. Uh, so yeah, it's basically adding a whole feature to the game. Normally you were fishing kind of the whole time and like using that to get resources and all kinds of stuff. Uh, but now you're catching little bugs and it doesn't feel the same way it does in Animal Crossing. In Animal Crossing, you have to like sneak up on bugs. Here you have to like preemptively almost like think about your approach and there are three different types there's like scuttling critters that can like leap and kind of scuttle around there's like the ground ones that are pretty slow and then there's the flying ones that you have to like figure out their pattern to grab them with a net so it's actually pretty cool they added a bunch of new bears there's a there's a bear called like i think her name is dorothy o'hare and she sells wigs it's pretty good uh she's a ghost too of course because everybody's a ghost in this game besides you yeah She's Bucky uh, O'Hare's long dead sister. Yeah, it's just kind of what's Damn. going on. There's a lot of goofy stuff in these games. Or sorry, in this game. I don't know why I just said it was a plural. It's only one game. I guess because I'm so new to service games that I'm like, oh, it's a new game. It's not. It's just an update. But The yeah. rare double EXE. You know, <laughs> there might I mean, be, based on how long it takes to fucking load this game on my Switch. But, oh, really? <laughs> oh! Wow, put them on blast. No, I mean, it just... Like, I think it's more of a Switch issue than, than a Cozy Grove issue, you know, probably. Issue. <laughs> Honestly, but yeah. I mean, yeah, it, was, I, it wouldn't be the first time that someone uh, called out a, a, the uh, the Switch port of a a beloved cute game. Um, right. Hopefully in this case, there won't be any consequences for doing that. Um, <laughs> that's mm. a joke for three people. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds cool. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's very cute. It's very fun. I've been playing I a game that is the opposite it. of that. Oh, it's not cute. I wouldn't describe it as cute <laughs> per se. Um, sure. Sorry. Did you have anything else that you wanted to to tell us? No, about that's Cozy great. Grove Cozy Grove is on? awesome. It's it's an awesome game. It I looks cool. We'll I might check it out. I might pick it up. Um, it's interesting to me that everything that you just said about it about this like one update sounds like way more intricate and evolved and meaningful than anything i've heard that they've added to animal crossing which sold 18 no, bajillion listen, copies <laughs> listen they added the guy that has the art oh he's back fuck. red oh yeah the that rat guy. the rat the fox guy he's back <laughs> that criminal it's a brand new game steven 
Yeah. The, that's the same rat that they had last time. I want yeah. new it's rat. It's a brand new game. He's in a ship oh. now. That's the difference. Oh, well. <laughs> He's in like a weird submarine. <laughs> Damn, how come your ma- mom lets you have two rats? <laughs> yeah, that's right? fucked up. Um, yeah. Merritt, can you kill rats in the video game you're going to talk about? Probably. Oh, you shit. can kill weird dog monsters. Um, oh, shit. That's basically okay, rats. It is basically a rat. Um, so we started this new stream called Fanbyte 4 and one um, and uh, as of this week, if you're listening to this the week this came out, and basically the idea is to just stream us like a selection of indie games that otherwise wouldn't have a full uh, stream associated with them. So I did a few games yesterday, and they're all kind of interesting in different ways. I did Yinglet, um, uh, Night Delivery, uh Labyrinth City and Cruelty Squad. And I want to talk about Cruelty Squad because there's a lot going on in this game and I need to play more of it because I think it might be really interesting. It's like you load up Cruelty Squad and you get this menu that is like MS Paint, like over like Half-Life 1 style visuals that's (laughs) telling you like, giving you different options, like select your body mods. Like do you want to replace all of your organs with hyper fast organs that let you run faster? Um, Yes. And then there's another button for the stock market. uh, So you can check your stocks. And then there's another button to go into a mission after this voice tells you like what your target is. And um, I could not finish the first mission because first, when we first started playing it on stream, I had, um, I had it on hard mode, I guess, um, because there was just a box mm. that said punishment and I had it. I was like, yeah, okay. That sounds funny. Um, it just made it much harder. So we went back and I turned it off and then, um, it's like, you're running through these areas that look like they didn't load in properly. Like it looks like a half-life yeah. era this game is- that just <laughs> fell apart. Wild. Your health meter is like this pulsating blob and that, that takes up like a quarter of the screen. <laughs> There's it, the, the health meter looks like uh, like an aim gift. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> the game is permanently surrounded by this border that says cruelty squad. <laughs> oh yeah, it does. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh it, it looks like the developers of Redneck Rampage tried to make Hypnospace Outlaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds yeah. me of Post Void, which is a game I really loved last year, except this, instead of just being like a run-based thing, is like there's actual missions and there's like progression and you get money that you can put into the stock market and then you- Oh, you can fish. You get more money. You can fish, apparently. Um, you get more money to buy on like bio upgrades and stuff. Um, I died so much on the first level. Like basically whenever you die, it says that you're like- being cloned and and brought back to life or whatever i died so much that this that the voice who was like my boss told me that i was wasting too much company money so that i've been selected for like a special new process where i just start like regenerating spontaneously um (laughs) wow and it gave me the ability to eat corpses to gain health hell yeah Um, and uh it's this is visually it's overwhelming like kind of like an assault no it does feel like you took too many adderalls and tried to go to the mall yeah um, oh shit like that is i don't know it, it is this kind of like trash aesthetic of like ms paint word art um i feel like this is a trend that 
I've mainly seen in horror games over the last like decade mm-hmm. or so. Um, like, you know, independent low budget horror games sort of use this approach of like just throwing disgusting design and stuff at you. Um, but this game seems like really elaborate and, uh, I'm really curious about like all of the mechanisms that are like at work there. It is hard. Um, like I've, I've had a hard time so far. Um, but now I can eat people. So I guess that helps. I don't know. I'll probably have more to say about it in the next few weeks. Cause I'm going to put more time into it. Um, I would say if you look it up and it looks interesting to you, definitely check it out because if you have epilepsy, don't. If you have epilepsy, probably <laughs> it's not your Pickle. game. Um, I think they do have like a pretty big warning. Like, hey, uh, yeah, probably not. We did crimes yeah, it, in this one. There's, there's in. I'm looking at the Steam page right now. Before they even tell you about the video game, the the it says about this game directly underneath it. Warning, this game is not recommended for people with photosensitive <laughs> epilepsy. Cruelty Squad is a tactical first-person shooter set in a hardcore gig economy. Um, yeah, this looks cool. I'm going to buy it it's, right now. It's very cool. It's very cool. Um, this looks awesome. And um, yeah, so that's sort of what, I'm, what I've been up to. And then I, I played, it was kind of tonal whiplash because it was like that and then like this very like cute game called Labyrinth City that's based on the series of books that's kind of like Where's Waldo where you're just like, a little guy oh. wandering around this like fantasy France trying to find stuff in a maze. Oh. So, uh, you know, did that end up being a where's Waldo or no, uh, not really. It's like kind of like a, it is basically a maze. So you can only move like up and down paths and you're trying to find your way around to certain things. Um, mm. and then like, it's, it's kind of like, it's a pretty slow paced leisurely kind of experience um Mm -hmm. because it's based on a series of books right where you would be like tracing the maze with your finger or whatever Uh, um it's really pretty though i'm gonna play more of that as well because it's it's gorgeous they made like a they made a video game adaptation of like a like a magazine puzzle kind of thing kind of it's like i think it's this series of books um called pierre the maze detective that um it's like this japanese puzzle book series um, I also do want to shout out Yinglet, which I don't have to talk about much right now. It's this really minimalistic, gorgeous platformer, kind of. Um, but uh, check that out too. Um, anyway, these are all beyond the VOD. So if you if you want to go to the Twitch channel or our YouTube, you can check out the four in one band by Mega Pack and see all of those. Yes. Now, a game that is not on that series. Um, and, uh, is kind of a long time coming, I think in the West, right? Uh, is great ace attorney and Steven, you've been playing that, right? Yeah. It's not a four in one, but it is a two in one. Cause it's a collection of two games wow. that never came out in English, um, are now called great ace attorney. Um, previously, I think they were just called like the journey of Naruhoto Ryanosuke. Uh, I think is the main character's name. But yeah, they're the um, only Ace Attorney games, I believe, the mainline ones anyway, that have never come out in English. And they are prequels set in the early 1900s of like the Phoenix Wright and Apollo Justice type games, if people know those. Mm -hmm. Uh, The basic premise of it is that basically you are a lawyer, although in this one you actually don't start off as a lawyer, but you get kind of pulled into the world of lawmaking 
Uh, you have to take the bar mm. first. Yeah. <laughs> well, cru- well, well, do I you really? That's anything. Wild. Is it? Is it like in the? Is it like the grinder? The grinder. The the top the down Fox shooter from television. No, the Fox television show starring Rob Lowe and Fred Savage, where Fred, where uh, Fred Savage and Rob Lowe are brothers, and Rob Lowe plays a. Uh, a lawyer on television called The Grinder, and then the show gets canceled, so he moves to Idaho with his brother Fred Savage and tries to become a lawyer because he was a lawyer on TV. What? For a while. Wow. Well, wow. it does take place in the early 1900s, so TV is not really a thing in it. But it is. Okay. It does involve him, like, kind of working side by side. Uh, Rianosuke, the main character, who is, I believe, canonically, it has not come up in the game because why would it? But I believe canonically, he is the ancient ancestor. Not ancient. It's like. 100 years ago ancestor That's of ancient. yeah i mean it's ancient to me i'm gonna be dust by then um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh the ancestor of uh phoenix wright from the phoenix wright games um oh. and yeah these games had come out in japan a little while ago i don't even think they're the newest in terms of like overall release um games in the phoenix wright chronology i think spirit of justice might have been the last one uh but yeah they- this the wikipedia says that the original great ace attorneys came out in 2015 2015 okay yeah um 2015 and 2017 because there's two games right right two games in this yeah. one i can yeah. i'm only allowed to talk about the first but that's fine because i've only mm-hmm. played the first so far um but yeah they are they were 3ds games now they're on switch and in one package for the price of one game and they are really good. I think this is a franchise. I liked Spirit of Justice a lot as well. I have never played Dual Destinies, which is the other 3DS game that they had. Uh, but I think this is a franchise that has made the jump to 3D extremely gracefully. Mm. And I think that is really well served on the Switch here, where the art style is incredibly smooth and fluid and rubbery. And the characters, if you've never played a Ace Attorney game before, are always like larger than life weirdos. Fucking who are sickos. Basically, like, They're all sickos. <laughs> They're all sickos. Some of them have like noodles for hair, and sometimes it's a dolphin that is also a pirate and is on the witness stand for murder. Now, um, do they do the thing that they do in the older ones where when they localize them? Because it's funny, Nikki was talking about like, oh, is Rob Lowe in this one? I mean, Rob Lowe is probably in one of the Phoenix Wright games, just like by <laughs> on average, because they always do this thing of like putting in references to like pop culture stuff. Like, the localization, I think, you could argue that it's, like, kind of heavy-handed, but I think it was always pretty funny, the way they did it. So, yeah, is there, like, any of that in this one, or not, because it's, like, you know, 1900s? Well, Merritt, there is a character named Herlock Sholmes. Okay, well. All right, baby! <laughs> but, was, yeah. but was that the character's name in the Japanese version? I don't think so. I think there's actually an interview out there uh, where they've talked about like how they did a lot of localization work to change up like yeah, how good. jokes play. Well, you have um, to take up 30 hours to come up with her large <laughs> It took us all night. <laughs> it was weeks and weeks. But it was worth no, it. This is, this is why the game never came out in English. They couldn't crack that nut. <laughs> what if we called it Everybody Hates Raymond? Ooh, oh, shit. Right, we got there, everybody. Um, I mean, you have to with um, things like that, right? Because like I feel like the references in the original and the jokes and stuff like that's yeah. I think why the Phoenix Wright games it was like kind of weird that they even came out here in the first place because they're almost kind of like the Goemon games in that they're very like like Japanese culture like rooted in Japanese mm-hmm. culture right 
Yeah, yeah, I it don't. Would be, it would be like asking anybody alive ever anywhere to play a Borderlands game. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere in the last, like, the last, like, 20 years or 20 years from now, because, like, none yeah. of those references will make any sense to anybody uh, older or younger than the exact right framework for when those games came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know if Phoenix Wright was the first game to like have this kind of fan term coined around it but like the the phrase I always heard associated with it was Japanifornia. Uh or, yeah because it's like California um but everything is Japanese uh... for some reason. Um so like yeah those games ostensibly take place in like an alternate universe America and like U- United States California but also you can just go up into the mountains and there there's like a family of like mm. Japanese mystics living up there and they reference things like magatamas and and stuff like that going on but it's just like oh also our ancestral Japanese home up here in the California mountains and if your lawyer makes three <laughs> mistakes you get the death sentence Yes. Also, yeah, the, the, so this seems to follow more like real world law close, more closely, at least a little bit. Uh, cause those games take place in an alternate universe where law, like there are so many, uh, courts or so not so many courts, so many trials that, uh, to speed up the process, everyone becomes guilty until proven innocent and all crimes are punished by the death. Wait, is that, is that true? <laughs> wow. That's- in the original three games at the very what? least. Yeah. The the That's first a game. generation episode. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Q is the judge in all these games. It's very cool. Okay. Yeah. Because oh the first God. one is the one I actually never played because I could never find it. Oh. Because the I think that they only released a fairly like this was in that weird era of 3ds games where certain games were coming out in the West, but like they weren't publishing a ton of copies. So like I could right. never find the original the, Phoenix Wright, but I did play two and three. Right. If, yeah. S- if Stephen, hypothetically speaking, you were on a podcast with a twenty, how old am I? Twenty-five year old um, <laughs> who has seen the blue-suited man yell objection, but doesn't know any of the mechanics for any of these video games. Kind of, what would you tell them? How would you describe what one of these games plays like to them? So, hypothetically speaking, of course. Yeah, hypothetically, just you know, just for the listeners out there, right. I will uh, sort of lay it out. This game, so traditionally in Ace Attorney games, there's basically the uh, the the cool part where uh, you go into a courtroom and uh, people will be brought to the stand, witnesses will be brought to the stand, and they'll say things, and you will press them for more information about each individual little thing that they say during a cross-examination phase, and by cross-examining them, they will reveal things that you're like, that doesn't really track with this other thing that you say later on. Like, oh, you say that there were only two people in this cart at this one time, but like later on in your testimony, you say that there was a third person there. You offhandedly Mm. reference a third person without like straight up saying it. And then you have to present a piece of uh, evidence usually on the proper thing um, in like at the right moment to, uh, show that there's a contradiction there. Cause this is also sort of a weird fantasy universe where nobody believes anything and nobody has any deductive reasoning whatsoever, unless you mm. physically have an object that you can point to in front of them <laughs> and say like, Hey, this, this empirically proves that you are incorrect or lying right now. Uh, and nobody can just figure anything out for themselves ever. Damn. And, and nobody, I guess that's why they you. have so many courts. Yeah, exactly. Or they don't have enough courts as the, as the case may be. Uh, Cause they're just like 
throwing people in jail left and right. Cause the, another like classic thing with these games is, um, ba- like basically every, you're a defense attorney in all these games. You're never a prosecutor. Uh, so there's, um, yeah, uh, you, you basically, uh, have to just get people off of crimes, um, in throughout the game by, by showing those, Contradictions, and then um, there's the rest of the games usually where the you boring are shitty parts, the boring <laughs> shitty parts that nobody likes, where you are going around and um, clicking on things to find the evidence that you bring into those. These games um, pare that down like a lot, oh good, to the point where it is basically not even in the game half the time. Yeah, because that part um, sucked. That ah. was like just the adventure game part where you just had to click on every pixel on the screen until you found something. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, now it's the fun part where you go to court and it plays the good music and he yells stuff. Yeah. That's what we all want. Is so, this a good first one of these? If I if I were here looking at the game on the Nintendo Switch eShop. <laughs> hypothetically again. Yeah. Uh I think it's a really good first one of these. I actually think it's maybe a little bit more frustrating for people who are super used to these games just because um you are the first two cases in particular. I'm actually, according to the embargo, not allowed to talk about the second case, but I am allowed to talk about the first, third, and fourth, um, oh. which is funny. Oh. Well, why didn't uh-huh. they put the second one at the end if it was so good? Make you think. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. That's what they're worried about. They they don't want to, you know, spoil the, the best part. They, um, the, if, if you have played these games before, you are maybe going to be a little bit like, okay. You can take the training wheels off. I know mm. that I need to press the left trigger to press them for information, and then I need to press the right trigger to present evidence. Like I, I get it. And then, um, yeah, like I said, they they mostly cut out the pixel hunting adventure game stuff. There's still some of that, but instead of making that like a part of the each court case, those are almost their own entire sections of the game that they then work more courtroom type, present evidence, look for. Uh, inconsistency stuff into those uh, adventure game parts. So you're never like, at least um, from the part that the stuff that I'm allowed to talk about, you are never just like doing the um, usually sloggy part of an Ace Attorney game where Mm. you are um, going and hunting for pixels and then going back into the courtroom and then going back to hunt for pixels and then going back into the courtroom. Ah, Cool. Cool. That sounds good. I mean, also the, yeah, the the collection of the first three, I think is on the switch uh, eShop. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I think it's on uh, it's Steam basically now on as everything well. At this point. Yeah, yeah, it's on Steam. Uh, I'm not I'm not 100 positive it's it's on Steam, but I'm pretty sure uh, it's definitely on phones, which yeah. is where I actually played um, the original trilogy. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they're fun. Huh. I mean, I they're not for everyone, but um, it's really easy to like get sucked into you, the drama of them mm-hmm. uh, because I don't know they're well written and funny and uh, yeah. Well, uh, we are going to wrap this one up early because we are recording a second episode today um, so that we can take some time off next week for the uh, for the holiday here in the United States. The hot dog holiday. The hot dog holiday where we all get together to watch Joey C. eat those hot dogs. Um, Ah. So we will uh, bid you adieu for this week. Um, Don't forget to go to fanbyte.com and follow us at fanbytemedia.com. Uh, you can follow each of us at, um, well, on Twitter. Stephen is at Stephen Strom. Nikki is at God Siwa. Danielle is at Danielle R.I. I'm at Merit K. And uh, Paul, our producer, is at Polly Mayo. So uh, until next time, 
If you follow, there may be a tomorrow. And keep that dial tuned to Channel F. Oh, 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 oh